It's a beautiful day in paradise for paradise people. It's, we just we just thank God for all of these elders that have gone before us and the elders, uh, past, present and, and future in all nations, the wise men and women. They're all just seeking after the truth. They're doing the things that they're doing because, because they want to understand. But the last program, you understood that there is one creator, one God. His name is Jesus, and he died on the cross for the forgiveness of your sins, to bring you into a new life, into a new life so that you can overcome the issues of this life that we walk are eternal. I'll say that again. The issues of this life that we live, I could have done it with rock and roll, but then God stopped me in my tracks and I found out that Jesus was real. I didn't know that he was real. I thought it was just like a comic book, like Superman and and Batman, and Jesus, and Robin Hood. and But when I found out how he's real, for months and months I couldn't stop saying, Jesus is real. Jesus is real. And he's got wonderful things for you today. So now you've got your salvation. Walk the walk and talk the talk. Walk the walk and talk to talk and this is a little song that the Lord had given me and it goes like this With joy happiness and a full and fruitful life you walk that walk that talk, you walk that walk, and you talk that talk, cause there ain't no use in whining, there ain't no use in pining, do this hiding away with me, there ain't no use in hiding away. Cause you're gonna be seen one day You're gonna be seen one day Where you're gonna be seen in heavenly places Where you're gonna be seen in the other place Well for you who just know Or tell him about Your precious Savior what he has done, done for you. How he died upon the tree, and he came to set you free from your sin and misery. Can't you see? Susie, he did it for you. And for me, <laughs> he did it for you. He did it for me. He did it for you. He did it for. 
He said, it is finished. He did it for you. He did it for you so you could have eternal life with him. He did it for you. And he did it for Susie and me. He did it for you. For your grandmother, your grandfather, your uncle, your aunties, your nephews, your nieces, your children. He did it for you. Because you are the jewel. The jewel of his crown, the apple of his eye. <laughs> you are beautiful. You are beautifully made in his image. You can look in the mirror and you can say, look, thank you for my eyes, my hair, my speech. Explain speech. Explain hearing. <sighs> Explain touch. Explain sight. He did it for you so that you could have all of those things intact. Doctor, oh, I said, Doctor Susie Blantz, she's going to minister to you the word of God. And when she's ministering, it's like sharing 
It is the living word of God which you can claim for yourself. I'll just hand it over to you. <laughs> well, the I've been you asked me to speak about life. Yes, yes, I, I've got a couple of questions written down here. Could I read them yeah, to sure. you? I've got to put my glasses on, you know. I've got all my healings. There's a lot of misery and hurt and poverty and drunkenness in this world, Susie. And how do you think these things came into this world? Does God care for the poor? And what can man do about it, Susie? Well, there is things we can do about it. Yes. Well, I was at Parramatta last night. Some of those people have been homeless for a long time. And... The church has been helping them and doing a wonderful, wonderful job. And it's not the first time I've spoken to homeless people. A few years ago, I was over in Texas and I was speaking to homeless people, working with them for a week. And these ones were very hardened. They're the oppression and the drunkenness, their drug addiction was beyond what I had ever experienced. The people had lost hope. I spoke with them, I gave them the gospel message on the first couple of days and it just bounced off. I said, Lord, how do I get through to the very poor, the homeless, the drug addicts, the ones that have really lost hope. And the Lord said, I want you to identify yourself with them. Well, that's a different approach. It's my last day. I have not led anyone to Christ. And I walk out to the microphone and I said to them, I suppose you think I'm just another preacher from another country to try and come and convert you? I said, that's not the truth. I am actually one of you. They all looked. I said, all of us have been hurt or abused or shouted at or lied about or traumatized and many other horrible things with what life throws at us. And it's not what life throws at us that is important, but rather how we deal with it. 
We can stay in those situations of sin, sickness and death and feel sorry for ourselves and complain and be miserable and you just actually go lower and lower and lower in the depression until it becomes oppression, until you can see no way out, no solution. Or you can take that thing that's hitting you out of life by the horns and get victory over it. Now, the first thing we need to understand is where does sin come from? Where does sickness come from? Where does death itself come from? Why should we have to suffer sin, sickness and death on this earth? There's no escape on it, on this earth, except one way. And I'm going to show you that way. So first of all, I want to deal, how did these horrible three curses get on this earth? And it is fact, it is reality, there's no getting away from it. Every one of us <coughs> have suffered sin, or committed sin, or suffered from the consequence of sin from others. All of us have suffered sicknesses of some form or another. All of us have experienced death, even when a pet dies, or your elderly grandparents or parents die. It's not easy to face. Well, we know that only one book deals with it, and that is the Bible. Through the fall of man, through Adam and Eve, disobeying God and eating of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, chose to have evil on this earth. And that was the fall of man. So now, how does the devil actually inflict sin, sickness and death on human beings? Well, God said to Adam and Eve, Cursed is the ground because of this that you have done. In toil and sweat you shall live from the ground for the rest of your life. Thorns and thistles would grow up with the crops. And we know that man has had to struggle to earn a living ever since. We didn't have to work in heaven. We didn't have to work in heaven. <laughs> Gosh, that would have been good. <laughs> but now, weeds, thorns, disease are growing up with the crops. And that has happened yeah. since the fall. All creation awaits with longing and eagerness for the sons of man to be revealed one day when there will be no more thorns no more thistles no more disease and vegetables and animals. <laughs> yes <laughs> but that's not the case at this moment we are living 
is sin, sickness and death, whether we like it or not, without God. So the devil can inflict his curses through the ground. Then it says in Ephesians, we fight not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against evil forces in the high places. This says the devil can inflict sicknesses and curses through the air. So now we have it coming through the ground as well as through the air. So let's think a moment. How does sicknesses or demonic things come on a person? They both come on a person in the same way. It all starts in the spirit realm. Now I learned this because I, I was writing one of my books and I came to the subject of healing and I said, Lord, what on earth can I write about healing? Because all I've done is obey you, lay hands on the sick and watch you heal them. I don't know anything about healing <laughs> or how it works. <laughs> That's the truth. It's wonderful, but... <laughs> so the Lord said, Study the different sicknesses of the world, the main categories. There are 12 main categories of sin, uh, 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 sorry, of sicknesses. So there's germs and there's um, all sorts of different ways that sicknesses inflict on us, okay? Um, so I went through these 12 things from germs to um, worms and skin problems to uh, diseases that are inherited to diseases that are through um, germ, the body not recognizing itself and attacking itself like cancer, uh, right down to things that are, that come on the body through people not looking after themselves properly and addictions and the effect of prolonged medicines and all of these things and these are all different categories and then the Lord said now go through there again and see how the diseases enter the human body. So I did that. And I realized there has to be an opening somewhere for disease to enter. It may be through the air, like a common cold. Yes. It might be through a germ, getting mm. through a cut or through uh, something you've eaten or so on. It can be through an accident where um, you haven't been careful enough and you've fallen and hurt yourself. It can be through a generational curse that has to be broken off. Maybe 
way back to 10 generations. And there's various ways that these diseases can enter a body. So now we've already read from the biblical effect that the devil can inflict in areas of the body through the ground and through the air from the spiritual realm which then affects the soul and the mind and can get you worrying about it or guilt from unforgiveness or rejection caused from hurt or fear caused by an abuse or worry caused through the words of another person and that causes you to worry and dwell on those things and then from there it affects the actual body mind or spirit yes. i thought that's amazing is this how yes. sicknesses and demonic oppressions come on to human beings mm. but then we need to know how to get free of sickness how to get free of sin, how to get free from demonic oppression or spiritual negatives in one's life and heart, mind or body. And there is an answer to this. And the answer, let's go to the Bible. If you just open the Bible anywhere, it's just so, so fantastic. John 1. In the beginning was a Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Well, God created the earth, the heavens and the earth with his word yeah. he created out of nothing and made it into being my daughter came back from school very excited one day and she says mom we did science today and do you know that hard substance like a table or steel or us are made of millions and millions and millions of invisible molecules put together until it becomes solid form Yes, Rebecca, that is how God created the earth. Wow, Mum. It's the truth. The word was God. And Jesus was a word sent to earth. For verse 2 says, he was presently originally with God. Verse 3, all things were made and came into existence through him. And without him was not even one thing made that has come into being. In him was life and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness. 
for darkness has never overpowered it or put it out or appropriated it or even received it. And then he goes on in verse 14. And the word Christ became flesh, human, incarnate, and tabernacled, fixed his tent and lived amongst us. And we saw his glory, his honour, mm. his majesty, such glory yeah. as an only begotten son receives from his father, yeah. full of grace, yes. loving kindness mm. and truth. Yes. Jesus was a word sent to earth. Now the devil sends sin, sickness and death into the world, but Jesus sent life. Jesus is life. Jesus is light. Jesus is forgiveness. Jesus is healing. And Jesus is everlasting life. And Jesus loves you so much. Jesus loves the poorest of the poor. Mm. And as I gave this message to those homeless people, they all began to cry. And I said, come forward now and receive Jesus as Lord and Saviour. And one by one, they all walked forward. And I found myself crying and hugging them as they poured their hearts out of some of the struggles they had been through and they received Jesus as Lord and Saviour and they said now we know we can get the victory over our homelessness we can get the victory over that a drug addiction and I prayed for them and the Lord set them free of the drug addictions that got them on the streets in the first place and they could clean themselves out up and go into the world and get themselves a job and get into life again and earn a salary maybe not a fancy one but even a modest salary is going to put food in your belly and a bed to sleep in and we left loving one another in the Jesus and just hugging one another with the joy of what Jesus had done in their lives. Beautiful. In Azan Chennai, I had gone into the worst of the poverty. You know, in Chennai, they're so poor that they live in little grass huts. I'm talking about the poorest of the poor. They don't even have a plate or a spoon to eat of. They eat on big uh, leaves of the trees with their hands, they just live on rice. They sleep in the clothes they walk around with, on the ground floor, and the huts are so small that the feet are sticking out the entrance. We went to their little grass church. It was made of bamboo and grass roof. The people sitting in on the floor gave the gospel message and I preached the love of God to them 
And these people responded. And then I prayed for the sick. And I watched the Jesus heal every single one of them. Oh, including myself because I was suffering yeah. from the usual deli belly you get from India. Then we got up and danced. And those poor people danced with ecstatic joy before the Lord. And I felt humbled to be in their church. When I got back to where I was staying, I could not sleep. I was so buzzing with the joy of the Lord that I worshipped him the entire night. Okay, 5.30. I often take communion on my own, especially on a trip. But the Lord brought to life a new meaning in those words. He says, this is my bread given for you, which I ate. Then I took the cup. He said to me, this is my cup poured out for you in a new covenant in my love. And suddenly I saw the love of God at a greater level than I ever, ever realized possible. His love that is so great, it transcends the physical into the eternity and the eternity into the physical. And I felt the love of God pour in and through my being in a more glorious way than I ever saw. And then suddenly, I found myself sort of falling down like a tunnel. And around the tunnel, I saw many of the idols of India. And then suddenly, I found myself on the streets of Chennai with the beggars, the poor people. Some of these people had cut their limbs off in order to beg for food so they at least had something to eat because their cut-off limbs would press on the conscience of people to give them something. Yes. And I just saw the Lord crying with his love for these people. And he said to me, These are the people I have sent you to. Show them my love. And our ministry has always been to the poor, to the dropouts, to the little villages, to the people that think they're not much. But I tell you, God loves them so much. He loves them so, so much. The way to get well, the way to get free, to receive his love. No other man has love 
that much as Jesus, the very Son of God, to die in your place, taking your sin, my sin, your sickness, my sickness, your hurts, my hurts, your failures, my failures, upon himself to die on the cross. But the other side is Jesus has risen from the dead. Not only he has risen from the dead, but when you receive what he's done for you, he raises you from the dead to eternal life. He raises you out of your sickness to healing, from your sin to forgiveness, from your misery to his joy, and oh. from everlasting darkness Amen. into everlasting life. Amen. And if you'd like to receive Jesus yes. now, I'd like to just lead you in this prayer. Pray with me. Lord Jesus, I come to you now. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. Please forgive me every sin I've ever done, every failure, every hurt. I choose to turn my life around and follow you in your truth and righteousness from this second on. Thank you for forgiving me. Please come into my heart and life as my Lord and Saviour. Lord, please heal my sickness, ailment or disease. Let your hand upon me now. I receive your healing. For it says in the Bible, every knee must bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Every sickness has a name. Every demon has a name. Every sin has a name. And I command these things, leave me right now in the name of Jesus. Because the name of Jesus is higher and greater than any of these things and I'm now a child of God please Lord come into my heart as my Lord and Savior and help me to live for you from this moment on teach me how to pray that I can get to know you in prayer lead me to a Bible believing church and Lord I'll arrange to get baptized by the pastor as soon as I can and Lord help me to buy a Bible and I read it and learn truth and righteousness from it. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. That was so powerful. So powerful. Wow. Word of God. You know, you are the jewel of his crown. You are the jewel of his crown. Suzanne troubles the world. She, she does this for you. Jesus did it for you. For you. Right where you are now. Whatever spot. I just urge you to take up these words and just fall in love with your Creator over and over again. I fell in love with the Creator.
I was the son of a foundry man, and boy, he worked my hard. And my mother is a publican, and she worked me hard. And I found, I found Jesus, I found Jesus in my 30th year, and it changed my life. I was doing rock and roll and TV and singing, singing out of tune to tone deaf people, and they paid me a lot of money for it. <laughs> It was called rock and roll. <laughs> but then I found Jesus and the light switched on in my whole being. I once was lost, but now I found. I was blind, but now I see. Jesus loves you. saying, I'm on the earth, how do I get off it? Who's out there? But I, I found out it was Jesus. He raised me from the dead. This word is the living word of God, inspired from God to men and women and children. Jesus loves you. This we know. For that Bible tells you so. You can sing that song and get the whole words. I just want to thank you, Suzanne, for coming here. I thank you for <laughs> inviting me. <laughs> and we thank all of the beautiful people out there. We just want you to know the Lord because the, the, the world is changing. Tell me when to shut up or keep going. <laughs> the world is changing. It's, it's changing. There's wars, wars, rumours of wars and, and it's going to end. There's a big battles and you will want to know where you are in the scheme of things. The Bible tells you this. The Bible tells you it was written by the hand of God, inspired inspired to men, sorry, written by God, inspired to men, so that you could be inspired and set free from the madness that man is and his wars 
and his madness is because he has separated himself from God. What part of thou shalt not kill does not man understand? What part of that doesn't he understand? The creator is life. He is in you. He is in all things and through all things who has life. And he has an eternal journey and an offer for you. Take it now. Take it now. Take it now. <laughs> Follow Jesus. He is love. And he loves you. God bless you. Amen.